I am a knife that got thrown into the Nile. And I am a dead body in the ship's rudders. Oopsies. <laughs> Sorry. Oof, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry about the cruise. <laughs> Eesh. Eesh. <laughs> we are talking about death on the Nile. We sure fucking are. I am excited because it has it has been since middle school it has been since I've read like a just a straight up mystery book. And I forgot. Mm-hmm. This is obviously not a book. This is a film. We do not discuss book on this podcast because <laughs> book takes so long. Yeah. Book take so long. Like I I also want to just say like we also like before we started this podcast, we were waffling around at like a like a similar idea to um, our Goosebumps book club uh, with just like anime, so that we could. Um, it was us and two other people, so that we could like watch things that everybody else liked and like keep watching it. But uh, and that was also incredibly hard, and we've just kind of broken it down season by season for a couple series for just the two of us, uh, and that yeah. took, however, like a year before we watched any anime on this show. Ish, yeah, somewhere in there. So, all that to say is I genuinely enjoyed the thrill of the hunt for this. So <laughs> we're, um, I don't know, like. I've never been observant uh, as a child. Like, <laughs> I was very into Scooby Doo. Never once was I like, I know who the fucking bad guy is. The weird oil baron is. Um, because I just wouldn't fucking pick up on that. So, like, I was kind of just assumed I was stupid, but like, it was so obvious in this. <laughs> no, so obvious to the point where it's like, Maybe feel smart. Like, she has to be like a red herring, right? And, no. Spoiler yes. alert. She wasn't. She's no. No, from like do from the minute shit started happening, like the minute that first fucking shot was fired, I was like, I know, like, I know it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> like that's absolutely so funny. Um oh my god there was so like this movie made me feel so smart and it like oopsies now I'm like like oh I could read Agatha Christie totally forgetting that like it is of its times and I would not understand a word they are saying on that fucking printed page (laughs) (laughs) I can barely read contemporary works with with any semblance of understanding of what's being conveyed. <laughs> and they're speaking a form of English that I'm currently speaking. Insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> the book is hard. A book takes so long. <laughs> book so many words. I don't know what you say to me. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I had fun with this. Um, Half the cast was insane choice wise. Um, yeah, people that should not be on the screen for a little bit. 
but which to be fair a lot of that uh looking at you army hammer a lot of that did not come out until this movie was already out but yeah the army hammer of it all was a little unfortunate but gal gadot was like very in her shit way before this oh yeah and russell brand even more so (laughs) Which, I guess, in the movie's defense, I literally did not recognize him. No. No. But... <laughs> I, had to, I had to be told it was Russell Brand. Um, this movie really drove home something I have always known about Gal Gadot, but like, this officially proved it, and it's like, for one, she's not good at acting. No. At all. <laughs> but what it really drove home is that the only reason Hollywood really likes her is because she very much, like... And just because of the time period of this and therefore the costume design and stuff, she really looks like an old Hollywood actress. She does, yeah. Yeah. And I genuinely think that's the only reason she's like big is because we don't really have any other actresses who have that like old glamour look. Which Oh god, I don't I don't fucking know. Like it's no, a it's, great aesthetic, it's, but Well and I'm like but exactly I'm like but when it's just the aesthetic it doesn't work. Like I guarantee they can find an actress who looks like that and can act. Mm-hmm. You like I don't know her name, but like where's that girl who played Peggy Carter in Captain America? She could fulfill all of these roles and probably can actually mm-hmm. act. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like they're above scooping superhero actors. <laughs> but no, it's just. <laughs> oh, She's fuck. So I forgot Latita Wright is also a fucking choice <laughs> with her fucking. Yeah, which, again, that's another one of the ones that's like after this came out. Ins- but yikes. <laughs> insane cast for this. I fucking forgot about all of her fucking shit that she was doing on Twitter. Uh, yeah. this is not a scandals podcast but I think it's so funny that like the cast has like <laughs> literally half the cast of this had some major scandal like and immediately one of them is after the release of this movie <laughs> yeah. oh my god that's, a, that's the straight up funniest one yeah because there are so many people to this day on Twitter who are like, I would let him eat me. It's, it's insane. It's like, like, and it's that's not your surprising. Problem. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> Jesus, it's not it's not cool to do, to eat people. We shouldn't be letting him do that. <laughs> oh my god. We're going to get sidetracked so bad for this episode. And it's not like there's not a lot of to talk about um just mainly because this is a fucking full cast dude i yeah some of these i don't feel like we need to discuss the characters past like the concept like the maid or whoever um or like yeah uh god the banker or whatever no exactly but Oh, I forgot about the fucking godmothers. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, okay. <laughs> this is the second her 
Hercule Perrault. It's a very French name. And first of all, I'm not capable of pronouncing anything in French. Second of all, it's French, so I don't care enough to try. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there are many like European countries that I just do not respect enough to give <laughs> the grace of attempting. Um, unfortunately, not much I can do for Britain because uh, that is the most... <laughs> uh, language that is the closest to what I speak um, sometimes sometimes it is the same language <laughs> sometimes it feels like um, guttural deep gnome speak but <laughs> what can you do <laughs> so th- this is um, not his first rodeo on screen obviously not this isn't even the first time they've been adapted um, but for this series this is not the first Perot that we've seen um i have seen murder on the orient express it left my brain immediately after the film concluded so i can't comment a whole lot on it and i have not seen it (laughs) yeah so essentially the same boat here Uh, (laughs) but he's one of agatha apparently she's got like three or four different like detectives she writes about which is hilarious um Agatha Christie was really like, I care about one thing and one thing only. It doesn't matter who's doing it as long as they're solving murders. But he's one of, uh, I think he's the most popular of Agatha Christie's um, detectives. He's just a little Frenchman with the most heinous mustache I've ever seen on screen earth. (laughs) Well, slight correction, he's not French, he's Belgian. He's Belgian. Huh. Uh, it's just that half of Belgium does speak French. Okay. Sorry, I'm still Mr. Perot. <laughs> that's the best you're getting from me. Um, <laughs> so th- this this story um, very funny. Like the first one's Murder on the Orient Express, so it's a train mystery. This one's like, well, now they're on a boat so Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's a murder mystery there's a huge cast of characters only four are really important and on screen at all um the rest is like well i know that this is a red herring because this is the first time this man's talked in 30 minutes yeah (laughs) like you can't fucking fool me (laughs) he's done fuck all (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot of characters we gotta get through, but the whole conceit is this woman um, is celebrating is it their engagement or is it their honeymoon? Their honeymoon. They they met six weeks ago and they're already married. They met six weeks ago they're already married. Um, this woman and her husband met while he was dating her best friend who introduced them to each other. Uh in hopes that he could get a job on this this rich woman's property. Um, did a lot more than that. Uh, and now the ex-girlfriend, ex-best friend is following them around. So they decide to take a cruise on the Nile. Uh, and <laughs> Mr. Perot is there because one of his best friends, I think he met, them, met him on the Orient Express. I'm not entirely sure. Um, 
he came on screen and was like, oh, I'm supposed to know this man. I don't. <laughs> Book. <laughs> Book. Um, he's invited, so he's like, yeah, this is my best friend, old man detective. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come with me on your honeymoon. That's so funny. Could you imagine? <laughs> and they're all like, yes, we love detectives. We love this little Walk dude. Walk him aboard. His whole shtick is phenomenal. Let him on my ship right now. And you know what? That I would do that too. Yeah, if I was an eccentric, like rich lady, absolutely. If, if some weird old detective showed up on my honeymoon, I'd be like, absolutely, welcome just, aboard. I'm gonna start killing people just to see New this best little man. Yeah, this little man do his fucking thing. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh. We get yeah, a lot of fucking she runs like into Book and his mother. Mm. <laughs> Euphemia. Yeah. Oh god, do <laughs> we want to get name for a person? Mm-hmm. Do we want to just like blast through some characters? Yeah. Uh we've got Lynette Ridgeway Doyle, which is our uh aforementioned wealthy heiress. Mm-hmm. Her <laughs> new husband, Simon. Uh, Simon's now ex Jackie. Uh, then everybody else is just kind of friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, also, first of all, why did they invite him? But like, we've got the doctor who is Lynette's former fiance. No, so we've got real. two exes here. Like, straight up, why was he invited? Why would like, <sighs> like Jackie like crashed this party that she was yeah. not invited. But he was fully like on the guest list, which is insane to me. I felt I don't care like how good of a relationship you have with your ex, you do not invite your ex to your like honeymoon trip. It's also very funny to me that um the her trustee was also invited because like yeah, they're like they're the whole like we grew up together kind of cousins, but like they don't seem close. (laughs) No, and it's like and then they all get mad at him when he tries to bring up business stuff on the trip. And it's like, why did you invite this person who you have a business relationship with if you didn't yeah. want to do business? Especially when he is the trustee and he has to, like, figure out where your new poor husband fits into your expenses. Exactly. It's They're, they're like, don't be a fucking buzzkill. It's like, dude, he's, like, you can tell. Ugh, I don't like what they did with it. Like, I can't imagine, I don't, I didn't read the book, so I don't know, like, the intended races of a lot of these people, but, like, they, they did do, like, more diverse casting than I imagine the book had intended, so I don't know how that plays into how the characters are depicted, but this guy was one of the characters of color, actors of color, at the very least, Um, Mm. and they did not write him in a flattering light at all, they're like, he's a snake. He's so untrustworthy and he's evil. It's like, whoa, he's on screen maybe three times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we did not have to play it up if we were doing that, like, at all. <laughs> then we have uh, Marie, who's Lynette's godmother, who has donated all of her money to the Communist Party. Obsessed with this character. Yeah, and then her quote-unquote nurse, actually her girlfriend, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Bowers. <laughs> That's um, essentially all Mrs. Bowers does, by the way. She's just kind of on screen. <laughs> uh, we have Lynette's maid. <laughs> She's just kind of there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Salome Otterborn, who is a jazz singer, and then her niece and manager, Rosie. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of just the entire suspect pool. Um, yeah. I bet you already have some suspicions. They are correct. <laughs> <laughs> The only people that make sense for doing this are the people that did it. So <laughs> don't go. No, in like the only it. other one besides them that could have done it is like her trustee. Yeah. Because he was being very like weird. But and then we like we need a red herring. So yeah. This shit is so funny. It's always like I think. I couldn't follow Murder on the Orient Express. I think it's because the reveal for that was like everybody did one of the murders on that train. Mm-hmm. So like maybe that's why it was just like all of Christie's stuff is a lot more clear cut. Um, but this was so fucking like they didn't do any work to make anybody like even remotely viable. <laughs> no, like they give everybody like some degree of like motive but mm-hmm. most of them are like not realistic motives no no <laughs> like <laughs> they they do a lot of screen time for Salome and Rosie who is her niece um and that's just because like they've got their own thing going on with the book so <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we could have allotted some more, like, because I think uh, the maid could have been very interesting because, like, she doesn't die until, like, maybe halfway through. Yeah, and talk about motive. Yeah. <laughs> but we did about... not focus on her for even a second. No. Because she was, like, she was constantly being told, like, yeah, actually, fuck off and go, like, go back and go way out of your way to go get me my shit. Yeah. Not just hers, literally every, go back and get all the luggage and then come back. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you not just have the luggage brought to the cruise ship when you booked it? No, exactly. <laughs> you didn't bring it out of your hotel room with you? I would have fucking stabbed this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I understand the cruise was a last minute thing to try mm-hmm. to escape Jackie, but like, God. I I love that too. It's like <laughs> it's um stated that like they've been doing like a fucking world tour for this honeymoon and Jackie keeps showing up and so she's like, Okay, last minute we're gonna get on this cruise. There's no way she can get on this cruise. And then they're fucking like And then she like, literally also booked a ticket on this cruise. <laughs> they're like dan- like fucking musical dancing from the hotel like huge dance number from the hotel to the fucking boat loud as fuck like we're going on a cruise like you didn't think she would like sneak in anywhere else no and it's so funny because the- she is there of course and they're all like you can't be here and she's like um 
I bought a ticket just like everybody else. Like, you know she's following you, and at this point, I believe they also know she has a gun on her. Because she was not being subtle about it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, dance to the port. <laughs> Kills. Oh my god. So, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, well, we can just do all the stuff that we plan to do and ignore her. And she's like, that's fine. I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is an hour and a half long. So much of it was like lead up to this moment. To Like I understand we needed the scene in the club to like show them meeting. Actually, did we even? I don't think I needed that. I think it could have been dialogue. Like, like a confrontation between her and Jackie and being like, I introduced him to see if you'd help me out. I've never asked you for anything before. And then you go and take my fucking fiance. Could have, like, could have just been with that. That's fine. Um, but no, we've got so much fucking backstory for the. No, um, I will say, I think they did need to show the moment they met because that is like ultimately the proof of the motive, mm-hmm. and that Jackie was like the mastermind behind the entire thing. Yeah. But the Perot backstory i did not need no that's a solid 10 minutes that could have been cut out of this over two hours mm-hmm. like i do not care that he was in world war one and had to grow a mustache because of booby trap in his face yeah no it's like we we're int- literally, literally happened to everybody back then yeah uh like <laughs> i didn't need the whole fucking catch-up scene with him and Book. Like, we spent so long of them traipsing around on the pyramids. I did need that because Book's the only character. Dude, I know. I love him so much. I loved <laughs> I loved the entire sh- the entire storyline for him. We spent so much time on it, but I was like, oh, hey, it's Book. Yeah, justice for Book. <laughs> and Rosie. I thought they were so cute. <laughs> they were. They were very cute. Um, unnecessary. Did not need it, but <laughs> whatever. What can you do? <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, Where do we yeah, begin? Like, We've kind of jumped around a whole lot. Yeah, uh, so I guess the first like actual incident occurs when they're uh, at their first sort of tourism spot they are at mm-hmm. the tomb of Ramses the second yeah oh this movie it, and I, Simon and Lynette are like what could possibly be hotter than fucking on a mummy because they're rich British people <laughs> I it was, the, so I, like, I have to stress I have to stress on this, the, is like, set, balcony. this is set in the 1930s so it makes complete chronological sense that like these ancient (laughs) structures were just like I'm going to go and put some fluid all over Ramses like exactly and then a rock um almost crushes them to death and so then they're like it's Jackie she's after us it turns out this was actually not 
Jackie. It was <laughs> the trustee. It's so funny. I love how they just like gloss over that once it's revealed. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I was just so... No, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm so glad that they did survive it, but he did actively try to kill them in that moment. He's like, I was, I was just, it was a little embarrassing for me. I was so overcome with jealousy because, spoiler alert, like every other person on this ship, I am in love with Lynette. Um, and I was so mad <laughs> that it wasn't me she was fucking on Ramsey's. <laughs> Insane behavior. I just couldn't and help just it. Lost right over that, but yeah, they're like, oh, okay. They I get, get back it. on the ship. Jackie is on the ship, and she's like, "I'm not leaving. I bought my ticket." <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. Poirot <laughs> um, is pressured into drinking champagne and has to go to bed immediately. Uh, we later find out because the champagne was poisoned, but it is very funny because he's like, "No, I can't handle even one glass." <laughs> he's so funny. What a fucking silly man. Um, I so he it over to it. Bed. Everybody kind of starts to go to bed, and then a big fight breaks out. Uh, Lynette also goes to bed. She uh, takes a sleeping pill. We find out, found out earlier in the movie that she has to take sleeping pills because she doesn't trust anybody around her because mm-hmm. she's just so rich and so hot that everybody wants to fuck her and take her money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, classic, classic. You know, heiress problem. Everybody's so she, fucking had to deal with that. So she takes a sleeping pill. She's also asleep. Then uh, Simon and Jackie have a big fight, and she shoots him in the leg. And then she's like, "In now, I'm going to kill myself." Mm-hmm. Um. So they take so her Rosie to and Brooke are like, "Okay, get <laughs> Jackie to the nurse." <laughs> They're like, "No, no, no, I'm no, no, no." The actual doctor. <laughs> And then um, the nurse hops this bitch up on so much morphine. She is knocked out. Do you think that was part of the plan? They're like, well, we know she carries a shit ton of morphine. She just did that for fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, so, anyways, will you carry out the rest of the plan? I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to <laughs> induce a coma. I'm going to be out for like two days. <laughs> All this murder plotting. I haven't, I haven't been sleeping well. Um, <laughs> but in the morning, uh, it is discovered that Lynette has been shot in the head in her sleep. Mm-hmm. And her extremely expensive Tiffany necklace has been stolen. <laughs> oh, I, I love the like, product placement of that at the beginning. When they're like taking it out of the hotel vault. And it is like a big Tiffany box. It's like... I understand that that is both of the time and now, but it was like insane way to still get that advertising in, <laughs> in the 1930s. Yeah, no, like I, I prefer Adam Sandler's very obvious partnership with Subway, honestly. <laughs> but uh, Poirot's like, I was supposed to be on vacation and now I have to fucking solve this murder. I hate all of you. <laughs> he's like next person to die will be by my hand <laughs> I will be interrogating you one by one to find out who ruined my little trip he was so I think that was the best part of the movie was how indignant he was to have to do this yeah he was so upset I cannot Despite stress this as enough we found out the fact that he wasn't on vacation and was already working 
Yeah. But he's so funny. He's like, God fucking are you serious, these people? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and this is where we kind of get that there is technically motive for everybody. Um mm-hmm. obviously Decky has motive because Lynette stole her boyfriend. Um apparently the nurse was like her maid. She like broke up her maid's engagement. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny. That poor uh, girl she had insane. everything to benefit from this. And <laughs> uh the doctor was her ex, like whatever uh her quote unquote cousin was embezzling like millions of dollars from her estate. Um, so I'm like, the ending of that pissed me off where he's like, settle her affairs rightly and you'll be fine. It's like, no, send him to jail. No, he's, it's okay. It's, it's like insanely illegal still. He's, he's so he funny. <laughs> you cannot keep a girl boss down. He, he's going to keep doing what he does. He's so, he's uh, like, well, I am in love with Lynette and I did try to kill her. Um, but I feel bad about it. And I have been stealing, but she's so rich. And they're like, yeah, actually, that's I'm fine with both of those things. And then this one was very interesting because the nurse of her godmother apparently came from an extremely wealthy family who lost all their wealth to Lynette's father during mm-hmm. the Great Depression. So that was like, it did not see that coming at all. Like, No. <laughs> insane um then her actual godmother is uh currently the direct beneficiary of her will mm-hmm. um salome got uh was referred to in racist ways by lynette many years ago yeah um and then so funny because book's mom actually there's like no actual motive for her but they're like well, you found her necklace, so... Yeah. Like, she just kept, like... <laughs> it, it's unfortunate for Book's mom because, like, so much of the crime kind of just sh- involved things that she had brought or, like, involved places that she was. Yeah. And she was <laughs> like, I'm just painting and disapproving of my son's relationship with this poor girl. Yeah. Um... So then they're trying to figure out, you know, who did it. They're like, well, it couldn't have actually been Jackie because she was morphined up all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Poro is like, good thing I was already here on a case because Book's mom hired me to follow his girlfriend and find out if she's worthy. Which, insane. Feels like a very correct, like, weird rich mom thing to do but like psychotic it's also just like why did he take that <laughs> he's bored he's like uh oh, haven't been any murders lately i guess i'll stalk <laughs> this poor girl it's so funny uh stalk this poor girl and in the process fall in love with her aunt <laughs> so fucking funny for out of nowhere he's like I think I like jazz. 
I would fuck this woman. Like, what are you talking about? It's so like, funny. Whoopsies, I had a glass of champagne. I have to go right now immediately. <laughs> and then he's Dude, like uh, realizing he's things. All of their faults too is he's like he going, was... like pulling it all together and he's like Salome gets so drunk that she can't stand at least three times a week and she's also the most remarkable woman I've ever met. He's so it was so he was like, dude, all of you suck so bad. It's like, whoa. <laughs> dude. He literally came in swinging. He's like, he's like, you're all stupid, rich, drunk. I hate you all. I wish you had all gotten shot. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I do have a loaded gun pointed at every single person in this room, by the way. <laughs> As it turns out, they all do. <laughs> that was oh. so funny, too. So yeah. he is able to pretty easily put together because it is really easy to figure out that yeah. this was a joint plan between Simon and Jackie to marry her, steal all of her money, and then have their actual marriage that was originally planned. Mm-hmm. Um, very obvious. Very um, obvious. Uh, typical 1930s kind of plan. You know how it was. Um, literally, probably would have gone off without a hitch if uh, Perot was not there. A, if Perot wasn't there, and if they weren't on a boat, mm-hmm. like just do this back at the hotel where there's also like hundreds like, of tourists and stuff who would have wanted that necklace, or just like, fucking wait a month or two <laughs> yeah just anything also don't have jackie follow you the whole time no for real i was like that was the thing i was like what what was the plan with that but so basically what we find out is that she just shot simon with the blank he faked his injury with paint mm-hmm. um then while they while everyone was distracted getting her to the nurse and finding the doctor and stuff, he went into Lynette's room, killed her, went back, actually shot himself in the leg. And then later Jackie killed uh the maid and who had put her <laughs> boat runners. Who had seen her um and she had to die because she actually saw <laughs> um Simon kill Lynette? Yes. Uh, and then she also killed kills Book, which he did not need to die. So No. Just... It was so fucking... Because Book... <laughs> Here's another... Book saw, saw her kill the maid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe don't be sloppy. Yeah, like, don't... Can you fucking check corners before you okay. do shit? Yeah. Wait. You are on a boat you are not in it like maybe just wait till you're not all on a boat yeah i don't know no and like for real did this happen to happen on the honeymoon it would have it makes shit so much more obvious when it's the fucking honeymoon (laughs) these people are so stupid you need to be married to her for a couple years Mm -hmm. before you kill her and take all her money because and again, stop fucking also, stalking them? What is also, the... the trustee was trying to figure out the new will and stuff because she's married now. So mm-hmm. he's not going to be getting any money killing her right now on the boat because no. he didn't let her sign the papers. <laughs> that was the funniest part of it all to me. It's like, what did you think? How did you think this was going to like work? 
Yeah, like, for real. Like, you have no say on anything. You you didn't give a shit. Like, why would she have a... Why would her pre-existing will already include a husband she doesn't have? No, exactly. Like, you do stuff, like... I think the point of it is they weren't thinking it through and stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a crime of passion, etc. But, like... But no thought. Funny. No, exactly. Nothing went into you know, planning. You, you do not immediately get put into the will, especially with somebody in a state this large mm-hmm. the second you marry them. You Guaranteed. don't immediately get put in the will. <laughs> you don't insert yourself as the prime suspect immediately. What the hell are you thinking? Funny. Like, were they banking on the fact that her trustee was, like, weird and violent? Because I don't think that they would know that. <laughs> right. Um, and the the reason I do want to say because they, they were doing some weird shit with Book's character. The reason Book saw the maid being killed is because he actually, after Lynette died went into her room to steal the necklace so he could sell it so he had enough money to marry Rosie because he was going to be um, disowned once he made the intentions of that clear to his mother. And he's like, well, yes. I can't I can't get a job, obviously. <laughs> There's no way. No, and he can't. And he shouldn't. <laughs> he can and he shouldn't. But also, Rosie is, like, the manager for her aunt's, like... Pretty successful jazz career. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the funniest thing about it to me. It's like she absolutely has enough money to pay for your marriage. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't need to be living the way you've been living. Like her aunt is about as successful as jazz musicians could have gotten, considering mm-hmm. she's an expat living in Paris. Yep. <laughs> And continuously fucking everything up by getting pissed drunk. <laughs> yeah, which good for her. Mm-hmm. She deserves <laughs> she, it. She deserves it. Um, I still loved that. So everything is resolved. He figures out who did it. Pulls a gun on him. Everybody pulls a gun on them. Because at first just Poirot does. And they're like, um, we both have guns. You're outnumbered. And then literally everyone in the room just pulls a gun out. It's so funny. They, just, like, they all had guns. Anywhere. And then rather than go to prison, which it's like, I, I would have just gone to prison. But mm-hmm. instead, Jackie uh, like pulls Simon close and then shoots him through the back, which also goes straight into her chest, killing them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, insane aim of her. She must know anatomy very well to have killed them both with this. But <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> but they both die, and then everybody just kind of leaves, and they're all like, "You are a genius," but that was so fucked up. <laughs> that like, was so never fucked up. <laughs> it was so funny. Like the resolution was like. Shit's so that was fucking crazy, right? Anyway, no, see ya. Like, anyways, I gotta go. And then Poirot is unable to voice his feelings for Salome. Uh, and then we cut to like six months later and he has shaved his 
mustache and he's Thanks just Christ. sitting there in the dark watching her it's like, dude first of all grow the mustache back you look like a freak without it second <laughs> <laughs> i know that was like part of his backstory but it's true uh not even in the way like the scarring or anything it's just like he literally looks like he needs to have a mustache yeah he looks like a breathing apparatus for him he looks like the type of dude who needs a mustache yeah i will concede that (laughs) but i was so glad to see that fucking thing gone. i was like thank christ that was the worst mustache i've ever seen in my fucking life (laughs) it's to paint a picture i mean i we have never once actually that's not true we have we have once been like, do not Google this. Um, and that was for the Bigfoot from the man who killed Hitler, the, the Bigfoot. Oh, God. Um, and again, I cannot stress this enough. Do not Google that thing. It is terrifying. Um, but you do have the capability. And I'm not going to say don't Google Hercule Perot mustache. Um, but I do want to just paint a picture in case you are unable to at this moment. It is a handlebar mustache with a handlebar mustache underneath it. <laughs> I think is the best way I can describe that, right? Like, pretty much. It, it is a v- extremely prominent and thick handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I hate He's it. The so same mustache much. as the Pringles guy. He's got the same mustache as the Pringles guy on top of an, a on wider. Top of man. Yeah, <laughs> like for, like it's insane. <laughs> Why did he do that? <laughs> he didn't have to part it. He did not have to part it in the way that he, he did. did. It just grows that way. You can't control it. Like, goddamn. <laughs> just. <laughs> it, bleh, bleh. But <laughs> I was sad. To, I was very glad to see it go. Um, he does look like a man that needs a mustache. But, like, not that one. Do not grow it back that way. <laughs> he will. <laughs> oh, my God. The, ew, I do not like it. Ew. But, um, <laughs> I, it, was, it was so obvious. Uh, everything that was happening in this movie was so obvious who the killer was. Not a sink, yeah. like, oh, my fucking Christ. It was, as soon as she is, like, her, her like, I shot him. And, like, he was just sitting there with the handkerchief, and it was, like, already bright red bloody, but, like, no extra blood was seeping. I was like, that's not real. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. There was no blood anywhere else. They really did not try. Um, Very, like, I I love it, too, because it's, like, honest to God, if I was like a rich person in the 1930s. I had no fucking understanding of war. I probably would be like, yeah, that's how bullets work. Yeah. It's just on the handkerchief. There's no like, the leg isn't bleeding. There wouldn't be blood anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was, it was so obvious. It was so fucking obvious. <laughs> I can't get over it. Um, so... Like, it, it was so clear. I'm like, okay, so th- th- they're the killers. Or they're doing something. I, I to be fair, I forgot about the rock. It was, not... <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like, not. Like, 
so it was like so easy to figure out they really needed to like not like so overcomplicated to where like everybody actually did do a murder but they needed to have mm-hmm. everybody do something to make it like actually believable that they all had motive yeah because like again the evidence i mean the trustee he did a whole hell of a fucking lot of uh, we glossed over it i was been like they should have found out he dropped that rock um pretty early on yeah but like then the evidence um and i felt like we were setting up very well for the maid to have a motive and she's one of the victims <laughs> uh but the evidence against like we also for a minute were suspecting the doctor because the maid was killed using one of his scalpels but it just it didn't go anywhere they did not do enough with it where it's like oh yeah the doctor because like especially the way russell brand was playing it it's like that man could not hurt a fly no exactly i didn't believe it for a second no and they glossed over it so quickly that like you wouldn't have been able to anyways yeah but they spent so much time like making books mother look suspicious (laughs) Yeah, well, in trying to have, like, the godmother mm-hmm. and her girlfriend seem suspicious when it's like, no, she willingly gave away all her money and, like, her girlfriend was on board with that. Like, yeah. Like, why would she just all of a sudden decide that <laughs> she wants to be rich again and she's going to kill her goddaughter to do it? It was insane to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, what are we fucking bothering these old ladies for still? <laughs> Literally let them leave. Leave them? Yeah, like they didn't do anything except put morphine in some fucking poor, <laughs> poor waif of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> she needed it. She was losing her mind. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, that was part of the plan. They're like, well, I know the nurse is going to give me morphine. Or if it was like, well, I'm going to kill myself now. <laughs> I genuinely a- don't think there was any actual plan. They just had to find a way to get him in there because I know that the godmother and the nurse were played by like, like they are an actual like comedy duo together. They, I think, they are the women who were in absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. But so they genuinely just wanted to have those ladies in there, and then they had to come up with some kind of yeah. But I'm reason. like I'm saying. On, um, not Lynette, other girl, uh, Jackie, Jackie, on Jackie's end, because she was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, gonna kill was... myself. And it's like, what was the plan there? Were like, were you banking on the fact that you were gonna get doped up? I don't, well, I don't think she necessarily knew the morphine was gonna be present, but I guess she assumed. If she played that up, that somebody would be with her all night. Mm. So she'd have like an alibi. It was so funny. I also, I just, I don't, I might be like, because it was a, it was a long fucking movie. We are very into two hour films lately. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I'm just, what does that add to the crime itself? It's like, he couldn't have shot her. He got shot in the knee. Like, 
I just they still were in the same room for no, that exactly. night. Okay, so he oh, hold on, hold on. If I'm re- remembering correctly, the timeline is she shot him, quotes shot him, uh, and yeah. then they were all like everybody else in the room was like, get her to the nurse, and then wake up the doctor. So he was left alone in the room. So he went upstairs to where Lynette is, was able to fucking shoot her through a pillow so that it wasn't, like, actually shoot her so that um, it wasn't hurt, and then go back downstairs and shoot himself again. And Yeah. <laughs> I be- he must have been fucking fast, dude. Oh, I don't, I don't think she was upstairs. I think she was, like, a room or two away. I I think I, th- I think he got shot, quote unquote, literally mm-hmm. right outside her bedroom. Okay. For, like my understanding of the ship was like they were in the layout was like the bar area that they were in was like on the main floor, and then her their his and her bedroom were was upstairs. I think that is the layout, but he didn't get shot in the bar area. He got shot in like a lounge outside their bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I'm conflating every sitting area with that bar area. No, yeah. So that could very well. I think it it was literally... Okay. Like, like at the very most down the hall from their bedroom. Okay. That, that so, I mean, he would still bucket it, but he did yeah. not have to book it nearly as fast as he would have. No, he, he was... did not have to fucking traverse the whole <laughs> no, ship. Like, how would because... he have not been seen, too, if he had to exactly. traverse the whole ship? Like, nobody would, like, somebody would have been peeking out of their room if they heard aggressive running down the hall. Yeah. So, no, I think it was, like, right there. That would make more sense. Yeah. I think that was my, like, big confusion for. I was like, how did no one fucking... <laughs> But it makes yeah. more sense that, like, it was just closer. <laughs> and I, I, it's not a shock. I have zero spatial uh, thought thought at all. Like, I can't fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> visualize a space in any way unless I'm, like, fully in it. <laughs> so, I'm not surprised. I spaces. <laughs> They're so hard. I can't. I don't understand how anything works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was two hours of like, so when are we gonna get, like, I know it's Jackie and Simon. Yeah. They were, they weren't even trying to be inconspicuous. No, and it took, keep in mind that this killing of Lynette is literally like halfway through the movie. There's a solid entire hour of just like <laughs> interviewing people around. and stuff. Yeah. It's insane how much time they were able to like drag that out into. I... It's, we just we need to have... stop with the two hour movies. This would have been such a tighter yes. movie if it was an hour and a half. She gets, because like, Keep the timeline up to when she gets killed, like exactly the same. But you could have, they could have so easily wrapped everything else up in half an hour instead of a full other hour. Mm-hmm. And it would have just 
I'm tired of two hour movies. That's the, that's my takeaway. I'm no, and it's always the fucking as soon as we talk about a two hour movie. I think except for the Batman. There are, it's a three hour movie. movie. If a movie can actually make use of it in a way where I would not cut anything, I will support it. But that rarely happens. It so. is. It's it's very hard, and it's even outside of that. It's like I don't want to fucking sit down for that long. And oh, yeah. like it, we the benefit of like having access to streaming. We can pause it. We can get up and move around. I saw this in the theaters the first time I saw it. Um, I saw the Batman in theaters every time I've seen it. Uh, it's little nightmarish. Um, towards the end, you have to piss so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, it is. I can't imagine. I genuinely like who is like asking for two hour movies. This does not need to be two hours. It's yeah. It just feels like people are just doing it just because that's what's like done now. You know, mm-hmm. like exactly. And I will say during the time where all movies were like an hour and a half, there definitely were movies that would have benefited from the longer runtime. Mm-hmm. But it's like we need to stop just deciding what the just general runtime of a, of all movies is going to be and yeah. start letting movies just be as long as they need to be. Whether that's like, an hour and a half, whether that's two hours, whether that's like just a, an hour or whatever, or whether it's three. Like, five minutes, yeah. That's something that streaming has absolutely gotten right over, like, Hollywood, because, like, a lot of the, like, originals we watched last year were, like, a solid hour and a half. Mm -hmm. They're not, like, fucking around. (laughs) No. But. It's so annoying to, like, sit and deal with. um, And especially an adaptation mystery you only have so much you put on screen in relation to the mystery so like like I like it takes longer to get through than a film you don't need to adapt every single moment of the like having the two hour (laughs) runtime. well the thing is this is based on Agatha Christie which is Mm-hmm. short stories for Hercule Poirot. So this yep. isn't even doesn't even take that long to read either. It did not need to be two hours. This is like a sit down for half an hour or whatever and read a little mystery that they turned into a two hour movie. It's it's so and fucking just, it's annoying. Unnecessary. It is. It's like this this plot where we know uh to investigate Rosie, did we like it was given as was there that first night when Lynette? Yeah. I met. Did he need to be there? We could have just seen that. No, exactly. There's just so much of it that like could have been cut down a little bit, but I still think again, I mm-hmm. little things like that in the beginning, but then also just shorten everything after the initial shooting into half an hour. Mm-hmm. We did not need an entire hour of, of him interrogating people. Around. No. 
Just have him uh, do a quick like rundown of motives and then confront everyone. Wrap it up. Send everybody home. <laughs> like, please. It just, they, I thought that part got dragged out a lot longer than it needed to. No, and they're trying to set up like this fucking cinematic universe with Perot, um, yeah, which is why but... we got the World War II backstory or World War One. Apologies. Yeah. We didn't need seven scenes of him like, God, he is so smart and good at war. We could have just gotten the the initial like accident that disfigured him, and then him meeting what is her fuck, Catherine. Um, who was his first love? Shit, like, yeah. I understand they wanted to go for a whole thing of like an underlying like theme of like love or whatever. I'm painting it very yeah, broadly I, here. There like, was, I don't, I, don't I, I didn't need any of that backstory of his, quite frankly. No, it has nothing to I do don't... with him being a detective, exactly. It's like, I don't, I don't think in detective movies that I give a shit about what kind of character the detective is. He's the detective. No, exactly. I don't need his life story. I don't need his sob story. Perot, he is a very, like, which is also very funny because, like, you can tell that the character is, like, a very, like, unassuming, like, kind of gentler dude who wants to see the good in people and then by the end of this movie he's off the fucking rails he's so pissed <laughs> which is so it's like this is the second for this run yeah. of Perot and he that's too much that's too much to happen I can't do this anymore like dude last we saw you you were on a train full of murderers as he should be I believe the train, like, crashed at the end. And he was like, that's fine. No skin off my back. But it's like... <laughs> like, yeah. you people have lied to me and questioned the sanctity of love. And it's like, what the hell are you... That's so funny. Dude, chill out. Chill out. <laughs> It's a murder, but like it's not that serious. <laughs> it's so so funny. He's hilarious for this. It really is. What a silly guy. I think is my take. Like what a silly guy. He's just like wandering around stumbling into murders. Yeah. As he should be. It's like a wild creature. Like, this is his enrichment. <laughs> I need to be fucking present while a murder is being committed. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. Oh. It's so funny. It is. Um, but the, there's yeah. not really anything else to be said. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward no, murder. No, exactly. Movie. Um. But I had fun watching it. It was um, a little silly. He was a little silly with it. Yeah. It was entertaining. Um, it sure was. I mean, that's, uh, I don't really know what else to say. You know, like, this isn't like a life-changing movie or anything no. like that. But it, it's a good 
waste of two hours. It is exactly what it says on the tin. Um, nothing really surprising in this. Again, I found I figured it out um, almost fucking immediately. <laughs> I would say it's very yeah. easy. So, if you're willing to commit to two hours of white people nonsense in Egypt, um, then go ahead watch it. I again, I'm not going to be like, don't watch it. I don't recommend this. This is a it's a serviceable film. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very much. It feels very much like the kind of movie where it's like. If it comes on TV, you leave it on, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to actively seek out this movie again, but I would also like, I'm not, I'm also not like opposed to seeing it again, you know, yeah. it's one of those kind of movies. It is not at the top of my list to watch, um, but it was fun. Uh, I am excited to see the next one. Yeah. I am a big Perot stand now. I love his zany adventures of <laughs> solving murders. <laughs> Perot's silly fucking weekends. <laughs> He's just hanging out. He's just fucking hanging out until someone no, dies. And I'm always going to be a fan of this, like, specifically this kind of detective who is, like, very reluctant. It's like they don't even want to be a detective, but no. He's like, God so damn funny it. To be every time. <laughs> I had fun with it. Um, you could watch it. You could not. I, I feel like that's the, the takeaway to a lot of our viewings r- lately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, we're just watching. We're just watching shit now. We're having fun. I know exactly, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. With movies that are like, that are like that. Mm-hmm. So like, um. You definitely should follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're at Dumb Bitch Binge. Tweet at any time an episode goes live, which is as close to Friday as we can manage. Yeah. I hate to say it, but that's our regular schedules. It's sometime around a Friday. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, you can join us next week. We are going to be talking about Devil Wears Prada. Uh, very, very excited for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also finally have gotten our Patreon rework pushed through. Um, that's on patreon.com slash dumb bitch binging. Um, currently, we're going to be sitting at two tiers. First tier is $2 a month. It'll get you early access to our episodes as well as access to polls about future episodes. Second tier is going to be five dollars a month it's going to get you all those same things as well as access to our viewing parties that we'll start doing about once a month mm-hmm. um all of that information will also be linked on our twitter so all of that being said thank you for listening this has been dumb bitch Benji.